This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Ladies, this will be the second part of a comparison study between living because of something and living in spite of something. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast, you should go ahead and do that now before listening to this week's podcast. So last week, we started comparing living in spite of something and living because of something, and we have to make these choices every day. I'm going to go to work because I enjoy my job. I'm going to go to work in spite of hating my job. I'm going to have a good attitude because I'm alive. I'm going to have a good attitude in spite of the sickness I am dealing with. You get the picture, I hope. As adults and as Christians, we need to be making the decision to live as God wants us to, no matter what is going on or has gone on in our lives. We talked about Abigail last week and how she was married to a man who was called a scoundrel. Nabal was harsh and evil, but Abigail was not. She did the right thing, even though she was married to someone who didn't. That account really hits at home when we have to make our own choices and whether we follow God or not. It would have been easier for Abigail just to go along with Nabal and his wickedness, but she wouldn't do that, and we can't do that either. We have to trust and obey God in spite of the bad influences in our lives and in spite of the bad things that have happened to us. This week, we are going to flip that coin over, and we are going to look at an account of a man who was able to follow God because of his parents. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 1 and verse 22. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. So for some context, Exodus 1 takes place after Joseph moved his family to Egypt. The Pharaoh at the time liked Joseph, but he died, and a new Pharaoh took over. He was afraid of the Israelites because there were so many of them, so he wanted the midwives to kill all of the boys that were born. The midwives refused, and so Pharaoh commanded the Israelites to throw their boy children into the river. This Pharaoh was obviously very depraved to want a nation to do this to their children. Let's now go to chapter 2 and start reading in verse 1. And a man of the house of Levi went and took it as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river. And her maidens walked along the riverside, and when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter named the child Moses, and he became her son. But because Moses' mother refused to kill her son, she essentially set into motion the freeing of the Hebrews from Egypt. 
It took great courage and strength to go against Pharaoh's orders, and she could have been killed for her disobedience. But she chose to follow God and not kill her son. Every life is important, and murdering the innocent is wrong. Pharaoh was wrong for asking the Hebrews to do that to their children, and the Hebrews who were following that command were wrong too. But because Moses' parents would not kill him, he was able to grow up and lead the people of Israel out of Egypt and to the promised land. He became a pillar of faith and strength that we can learn so much from. Did he have moments of disobedience? Absolutely. But he is also mentioned in Hebrews 11 as someone who had great faith. Moses was brought up and taught by his own mother, but also was a prince in that he was called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. But because of his Hebrew parents, he chose to forsake the life of royalty and lead the Hebrew people out of Egypt and out of a life of bondage. He could have chosen the easy life and lived in the palace with all that that would have entailed, but he didn't. He followed the teachings of God and became a great man of faith. We also have similar choices to make. We can choose to live because of the people and situations in our lives, or we can choose to live in spite of the people or situations we have in our lives. But either way, we need to choose the path that keeps us closer to God, that keeps us obeying His will, that keeps us on the path to heaven, because ultimately, it is our own selves and our own choices that will get us there or not. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.